Welcome to the Canna Playbook Podcast, where we bring cannapreneurs like yourself around the globe the latest strategies on growing your CBD and cannabis brand online. We also interview cannapreneurs like yourself to see how they are making waves in the space. If you are struggling to get traffic or just want to learn what's going on in the cannabis space, sit back, relax, and let's ease into today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Canna Playbook. This is episode two, and we have an amazing, amazing treat for you today, guys. Um, so if you're tuning in, uh, definitely you might want to take some notes, might get want to get a notepad out. If you're driving, definitely listen to it. You can listen to this again. But we're going to actually be going into a very important and answering a very important question that a lot of people actually have right now still uh, to this day in 2019, and that's really about how do I get traffic for my CBD business uh, without going bust, right? And, you know, a lot of that has to do with, you know, as an agency, we're always keeping our ear to the ground and we're trying to figure out what the right strategy is and what the wrong strategy is. Um, and sometimes it's not even about being right or wrong. Sometimes it's actually about uh, making sure that you're doing a strategy that's actually working in today's market. And so... What I mean by that, to be a little bit more specific, is that you know every market that you enter, and this goes with the cannabis and the CBD niche because this is the cannabis playbook. And you know what I want you guys to really take back is every market has a timing and a cycle, right? There's the beginning cycle when products are just amazing, right? Uh, that you know you can just sell the benefit of the ingredient. For example, in the CBD space, the benefit of CBD, and really just get away with it, and people would be like, "Wow, this is a new compound. Uh, this is a new thing. I'm gonna take advantage of it." Those are the first movers, right? And then you know when you get to uh, the second segment, you know some of the bigger players have already kind of entered, and they've won that battle, the the ingredient battle, or the you know this is a new thing battle. And now you have to really get more niche, right? So in a market, when you look into venture capital or private equity, you know, they're more focused on, you know, sometimes acquiring the big guy. But once you acquire the big guy, the big guy's focus is how do they get more niched and have a better conversation with a more specific market, which is why they're more likely to consolidate and buy small niche companies out. And that's really where we are in the CBD market in a, in a timing perspective, uh, if you're listening to this in October of 2019. For the next 18 to 24 months, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on the market uh, to see who is going to be the leader in a CBD company that's specific for older women or specific for older men or specific for millennials or specific for the yoga niche, right? So we're talking getting really niched. Because that is how what we see in the market and what we're doing for our clients is how one can win. Now, with that said, you know, the biggest question is how do I reach my niche people, right? So now what we really talk about is three types of traffic in our agency, which is really organic traffic, which is if you do get famous one day or you get word out or you do enough SEO, you might you know, reach the market timing and become famous, right? But chances of that are very low, but still organic traffic is good. Um, paid traffic, however, is where a lot of people want to figure out, right? How do I run my ad on this network? How do I run my ad on that network? And a lot of people are still thinking very on a simple level because 
even though they want to run their ad, they themselves as a business haven't figured out exactly what niche they're going after. They're still going after the ingredient uh, strategy, right? Like we've kind of talked about. So in you know the third tier of traffic that most people are not talking about, that you know we felt you know given the fact that we want to bring you the best strategies in the kind of playbook, we actually went behind in one of our uh, mastermind calls with one of our uh, coaching students who was building an agency and you know he wanted to understand kind of our process. So in this particular uh, phone call that we're gonna dive into, our head of IG strategy really is talking about network traffic. Now network traffic is not organic, it's not paid, it's network. It bypasses the networks, you know, there's really, I wouldn't say low cost, but it's not much, there's really no ad spend. You're just spending money if you are on actually getting an influencer. So we're really talking about influencer marketing here today and how that can apply to your business, how you can kind of cherry pick your audiences as we play this niche market game. So this is the right timing for a strategy like this and you know how we do it, right? So listen to this episode. Uh, Eric Knoll, uh, one of our head of IG strategy is gonna go into some of the details here uh, as how we actually look into the Instagram strategy how we actually roll it out, and kind of how you can also take advantage and start doing this, even by getting one influencer under management can change the direction of your business uh, can, under 30 days, right? So with that said, guys, I want you to sit back and relax, and let's dive in to today's episode, guys. Yo, how's it going, guys? What's up, man? <clears throat> I, think, I think both of you guys are from Elk Grove. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No bro, as well. Uh, cool, yeah, me too. I know. So um I just want to go through the step I said of just showing you how I was able to scout our influencers that we're currently using, just kind of the messaging that I'm using, um, as well as as as, as campaigns that we're running as well. I know that's something kind of that could definitely benefit you with your client. Um, I don't really know too much about your client, but I know it's a CBD client. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Do you know like the type of demographic, or yeah. the target, like that? Yeah, it's mainly like a 18 to 24 demographic, like really young adults. Um, it's just like for people who mainly are in college or just starting out like their jobs, that sort of thing. They just want more energy, be more focused, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, if, you, if you don't mind, what's the name of, of the – do you have, like, their Instagram handle? Yeah. Their Instagram is – I think their Instagram is just F-O-C-L. Uh, and at the end, I think it's CBD or just maybe – yeah, F-O-C-L CBD. Okay, let me just take a look here. Okay. Oh, yeah, and they're big into, like, fitness as well. Yeah, I see. Yeah, like you said, I think you hit it kind of, like, right on the money there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to share the screen now. <clears throat> yeah. So I think you pretty much hit it right on the money there as far as the demographic goes. Uh, it does look like it's going to be that 18, uh, early to late 20s. Um, 
and you said uh so their cbd like provides energy or yeah it, it no it, it like gives people the uh, ability to like focus and like concentrate for longer and then they have like they that orange bottle or yellow bottle you see how there's two bottles the the blue ones for night the the yellow ones for the day so the one the one at night like helps you like rest and like sleep easy okay so the first thing that i always do when i'm looking for influencers is i immediately go to the post and see who's either liking or commenting on the post um the reason why is because Nine times out of ten, you you might find an actual influencer that's following the brand that is going that wants to work with you guys, um, or the people that are common. Look, see right here, the first person, 49,000 40, 49, followers. I seen that she posted um, a comment that says she needs to try uh, yeah. the company CBD. So that's dope right there. This is somebody who's going to be willing to work with you. Um, let's see. Engagement as far as posts are like pretty decent. I try to look between like a five to yeah, I try to use I try to look between um a five to ten percent engagement rate. What that looks like is like ten five to ten percent of her followers are engaging with the posts as far as liking goes. Um there's a tool that I have called Upfluence mm -hmm. that I use. Not all influencers are gonna be on there. Um, if they didn't register, let's see if this one is. Perfect. So her engagement is kind of low. Um, averages 941 likes, 96% real. Her demographic is kind of right in, right in between that sweet spot, 18 and 34. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Doesn't look like she posts a lot, but what she does have is stories. Day salad is Romaine Hearts. Perfect. Sweet. Any any influencer that has stories and they're talking to their audience, that's the best influencer to go with because they're going to be able to explain the product. They're going to be able to engage with the audience. The audience is used to listening to them website talk called, about something. It's a website they're where used to once you consuming their content when it comes to a product or information. So this is actually an influencer that I will reach out to. Super simple. Um, one of the messages, I don't know if, uh, well, yeah, you can't show them through uh, desktop, but um, yeah, I'll screenshot a message that I use um, to reach out to the influencers. You could tailor it towards your, uh, you know, your own way. Just try to be as genuine as possible. Another thing that I always look at is this right here. If they have a link in their bio, send them somewhere, working towards something, I always mention to the influencer that is going to be beneficial for both of us. So not only are we looking to uh, have you assist us in growing and helping our brand, but as well as we're looking to help you grow and grow your brand as well. Um, so let me pull up one of these messages here.
This one. I'm not sitting in the chat for us. Here, Kwame, I'm going to just send it to you and you can post it in the chat. doesn't look like the chat allows us to um, share photos. So basically, okay, cool. I'm not in the Facebook group. Let me see. Kostra, can you hear me? Yeah. <clears throat> so man, this is um, like, I would reach out to this influencer today, the one that we're looking at right here with the forty nine thousand followers. Yeah. So you can you can take our script, put her in Airtable, and um, start the conversation, and then we'll give you. I don't know if Samit already gave you our contract that we use for content, but that's pretty much how the first round of of influencer recruiting goes. Is we're looking at who's uh, already engaging with the brand. Mm -hmm. And then we're and then and then we're going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. No, and I I don't have the the uh, the IG account. No, I have the IG account. I don't have the 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 contract. Yeah, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get that to you, Castro. I was just uh, I was just waiting until we understand the process, and then when you read that step, you you were gonna get it anyway. That's part of the situation. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, ha and by the way, did did you open an auto close account or you still? Uh, no, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that today. All that okay. stuff. But yeah, yeah. Just just keep in mind. Um, get the Airtable set up first, uh, and then then do the auto close because obviously you have a 14 day trial. Just to maximize the 14 day trial, let's just say you're not ready to send on the campaign today. Then you're gonna have 13 days left if you just do it. Uh, okay. So yeah, just keep that in mind. But it's just at the end of the day, it's really worth it. It's fifty bucks a month, you know, as you go forward. Okay. Yeah. And Kazra, I did go ahead and uh, drop the script that I use um, inside of the chat. Mm -hmm. Again, feel free to tailor it towards, you know, your own swag as well as you know whatever benefits the company. Um, but that's pretty, that's pretty much it for influencer outreach goes. I also would suggest going to the influencer pages. Show, um, oh, okay, for sure. Yeah. I'll also go to the influencer pages, uh, see who they're following nine times out of 10, you're going to find more influencers through there as well. Um, mm -hmm. I'm working with not only people who have 50,000 audience, but also, um, nano influencers as well because I, I find that their engagement is a lot higher um when they're between that one to one to seven thousand person range they they're more engaged with their audience um it's a lot easier for them it, it comes off a little bit more natural uh when they're presenting products to them so that's something that i would look at uh, as well um and you also want to find brands that you could collaborate with that are uh, indirect, um, you know, 
competitors with CBD. So I will look at brands that if you're saying you're an energy brand, um, you know, I'll probably look at something that's along the lines of like coffee. I know there's like some sort of like mushroom mix or uh, something that a, a brand that's going to um, be in alignment with like focus, um, energy, yeah, yeah. something along those lines. You understand? And it's, it's really the same script. Look, I think your brand is awesome. I think you guys would be a great fit to help us spread our message. Um, you know, not only would it help help benefit our brand, but we'll also promote your brand. And there's a couple of different ways that you could do that. You could run, you know, whatever promotions that they're doing, shout outs, shout outs for shout outs, um, uh, giveaways. So there's a, there's a couple of creative ways that you could get with, with working with brands, but it's the same way as working with influencers. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, as far as like the content, um i'll show you that yeah yeah i'm going to show you some of the existing content that some of our influencers have already created um let's see so i have a ton of it here man container and there's 30 servings so there's about like 20 milligrams of cbd in each little pair um from my first impressions are so freaking good and they're still available on the site. Um, so that's just one, it, she did an entire story. You guys didn't see anything? Okay. I think that's because I'm only staring the screen. Um, let me see, give me one moment. Oh yeah, oh. All right, let's try this again. So as you can see, I have a whole Rolodex full of content. These are just snippets from the story. Um, and, you know, it's diverse. So I think this is one I put the first time. Actually, it's this one. The full container, and there's 30 servings. So there's about like 20 milligrams of CBD in each little pair. Um, from my first impressions, they're so good, and I believe they're still available on the site. Um, there's another piece of content. What's up, guys? Wanted to jump on here really quick and give you a little CBD information because I've been getting a lot of questions about why I personally use CBD and people are saying that it's just for anxiety, things like that. And I wanted to jump on here and educate you guys because there are... She has like a complete like five-story slide of her going in and just letting the people know why she chose to use CBD, how, how it benefited her, what her experience with, with before her using CBD was, and what it is after. This is, this is the type of content that you want to relate to your influencers that you want to create, because this is the type of content that explains to people who may have never used the product before, how it works, why it works, and just a realistic uh, viewpoint on how it's going to benefit them. And then, of course, you're going to have your other influencers that's just like, you know, putting up content like this as just kind of like promoting the product, uh-huh. um, shouting the brand out. Mm-hmm. So you want a combination of both. Um, one of the things that I definitely suggest is that when you do get your Rolodex of influencers is that you're in constant contact with them, whether that that's, you know, three times a, three times a week, once a week, you 
you uh, get in a group chat with all the influencers, let them know what the plan is for the week as far as you guys' campaign goal is and just relate to them what you need them to, what type of content you need them to create. <clears throat> so, Kazra, as we move forward, we'll give you, like, templates and frameworks to do that. So you won't have to do it from scratch. You can just duplicate from us. All right, definitely, yeah. Um, and do you have any other questions referring to the Instagram strategy? Mm. So, mm. no, not really. I, I, I get what I get what you guys are doing because I, I have a pretty good idea of what this is because I've been doing Instagram influencers for like three years, but not for like this sort of Instagram influencers. It was a completely different thing. But I get I, I, I can see how this works. But um, you said you don't go under 50k followers. Or like you do only if their engagement is really high? Yes, I do. Definitely. Nano influencers are the best influencers to work with because their engagement is super high. The only downfall is that they don't have a swipe up link in their stories. And that's why most brands, most companies decide to focus on people that have 10,000 and above influencers because they have the swipe up feature. Yeah. But if a nano influencer is constantly talking about the brand, they're constantly shouting out the brand and tagging the brand in their stories, it's just as good as the swipe up because that's going to boost engagement on the brand's actual page. So what I like to look at a brand's Instagram page is essentially that's the new version of the store. So when somebody comes to, you know, look at a brand's page, it's basically like them shopping on the store. If they want something, they're going to buy right then and there. So I would also suggest um, if the brand can, I don't know if, if uh, any of our products has it. No, it doesn't. But if your brand can, um, I would suggest having them add like the shop feature. Yeah, the tag. Yeah. So then people could buy the products right then and there. But the, the main thing with Instagram marketing is it's all about engagement and content. And the sales are going to roll in, bro. Like, really, I only promote maybe, like, once a week. And that's usually towards the end of the week after after everyone has consumed all of the content. That's after I've reposted all of the content that I'm getting from either customers, people shouting us out, our current influencers. I post all of that to the story, and I make sure to tag everyone in the story because you want – your audience to feel engaged with the page. You want your audience to feel engaged with the brand. You want them to feel connected to something. My goal is to build a freaking cult around any brand that I'm working with because I know that once people know, like, and trust this brand, they're going to go and tell their friends organically. They're going to post my product organically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, no, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're just post. You're always reposting all the content they give you on their on your store uh, on the brand story, and you're just tagging yes. whoever made the content. Yes. Okay. Yes. Making them feel super engaged. The name of the game is user generated content. You want very little brand generated content mm-hmm. and all influencer and user generated content. That's okay. how you're going to have a product on Instagram. And and um, you mainly only get like story content from them? Do you ever get like the feed content? I get feed content too and I post it to the story. Okay. The feed content is really good because you're going to have, it's going to be two two different types of people that are watching stories and watching 
and you know liking liking the feed so you want somebody that could do both that's why it's really good to have one of those micro influencers because they don't have a problem with posting content about the brand to their to their feed the bigger influencers do because you know they have to have something that's you know um aesthetically beautiful or whatever like it's not going to be like random posts it's all going to be pretty tailored and and uh, thought out okay all right definitely yeah any other questions i can answer for you Um, yeah so about like you know you said you were reposting the content that they make from their or that they make whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, your story but what about like the the brand's feed do you ever post like no obviously not like us like what you just showed me like them talking about like you know their experience and shit but like if would you ever like reach out for them to make content like specifically just like a picture of them holding it and then that being directly for the feed only or is it only yeah. that you're reaching out to them for stories no yeah that i definitely reach out to them if you go to our uh this is the this is the brand right here that we're working with hair flow okay. so this all of these photos are our influencers these are the influencers that we're using. Okay. This is all influencer generated right. content, believe it or not. All right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I would definitely suggest, you know, having them just like this, hold up the product, have them use the product, uh, a video, definitely want to post more videos um, with them, either talking about the product actually on the feed um another thing too which a lot of people aren't aren't using uh, which i didn't get to set up yet is igtv so i definitely suggest if your influencers are good at creating um video content have them create a long form video content you know anywhere between two to five minutes two to ten minutes whatever of them just talking about again their experience with the product talking about the product and posting that to IGTV because IGTV has an additional reach of people. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many different ways that you could tackle Instagram that a lot of people aren't utilizing that you, that I definitely, our team is utilizing and that I suggest that you utilize as well. IGTV, I was working, we have another brand that we're working with. He had a, um, a, uh, like a stoner backpack. Mm-hmm. And I just posted his indoctrination video to IGTV, had over 10,000 views, crazy comments within a matter of like a week or two. Wow. And that's another way that you could promote. Okay. Driving yep. more traffic back to the brand page. Again, the goal is engagement and traffic back to the brand page because nine times out of 10, once they get to the brand page, they're going to buy. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. And do you ever have the influencers? I think you said this earlier. Do you ever have them like put the brand's uh, uh, website in their bio as well? Yes, yeah, swipe ups. So, but oh, only besides, besides the swipe up, like just in their bio in general? Um, some of them, but not all of them. Some of our influencers have, have it in their bio. Um, our influencers are really good at just, you know, posting to the stories or posting to the, I can actually show you. So, yeah, as you can see, these are like all of our influencers. I think he has his and his ours in this file. Yeah, hair flow. But then you get a lot of stuff like this, too. Nine times. And that's why this 
as long as they're creating the content and having swipe ups in the uh in the videos and it doesn't really matter these are all the posts mm-hmm. that they're posting so that makes sense yeah all right all right that's good all right man thank you <clears throat> yeah no problem. no problem again like it's gonna be it's gonna be a little hard because I, are you working with a team or is it just you uh no i have a team doing this okay yeah i would definitely have people that are tackling the influencers dming them and as well as reaching out to them via email yeah uh, and, and do you like only dm them i mean because i know they uh they show me like on monday that they were emailing them like do you email them if you have the option or do you only dm them i do both i do both so as you can see in our in our uh group message on Facebook, that was a DM that I reached out to the influencer, she responded, and then I, I move them over to email. So I do both. I mean, my my inbox is full of influencers responding back to me, as well as our DMs is full of influencers responding back to me. Again, you just never know where you're going to reach them. Mm-hmm. So it's good to tackle both. All right. All right. Awesome. Yeah, sounds good. <clears throat> Is this <clears throat> answer your questions? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it does okay. it about uh, everything. Yeah, with Instagram strategy, yeah, it's really simple, it's, just, it's straightforward once you kind of have the systems in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then I the next thing I guess that we could talk about next week once you have like your five <clears> to ten <throat> influencers is the campaign, and I'll show you like how we set up the campaign and how that works as far as like them actually promoting the brand yeah okay awesome yeah so I'll, right now i'll just i'll get uh them to start reaching out to people um and getting uh, everything we talked about on monday set up so we can start you know getting them responding and stuff and how much i mean because i know the the main thing you try to go after is you know um uh, you you don't want to obviously pay everyone, but mm-hmm. what is like the base price like you'll pay for content, right? Because you said like five to ten percent engagement that you're looking at. Is it only if they have like over five percent or like seven percent engagement that you actually pay them for the content? Yeah. Exactly. Like if not, I always try to push product first, or I try to sell them on our brand ambassador program. So a lot of these influencers are actually all of our influencers are on a brand ambassador program. Okay. And what that looks like is that they get 50% off their first purchase. They get free product. You know, we ship out the free product to them. Yeah. I'll also send you uh, the template as well. Just, just that you can uh, take a look at that. Uh, But most of them, or if not all of them are on our brand ambassador program. So they're basically like, employees of the brand and they get 20% of whatever they sell after, you know, they sold $250 worth of product. And once they sell $500 worth of product, they get more free product. So that's like how I'm kind of like building the, the influencers is that they're all under management with our, our uh, company. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, you could, you could hold on to a lot of that, that ad spend and only use it for like those big influencers that have like the, the 10% engagement. If they have 10% engagement and they're, and they're saying like, yo, I charge X amount for my posts. That's cool. 
I would definitely, I would definitely pay that and figure out a way how I could get it on like a weekly promotion. So like I could just promote to them every week. That's what I would be trying to save the majority of the budget for. Um, also, you want to have them send over their analytics too, yeah. so that you can see if that's true or not. Like, can I see the story analytics? Can I see your post analytics? You know, and they will show you like how many people have actually swiped up on their stories compared to how many people have watched it. So you get a pretty good idea of what to ex- how much traffic to expect to the store. Okay. All right, that makes sense. And then, um, <clears throat> all right, that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm gonna shoot you over our um our uh our setup for the brand ambassador program in the messenger. Okay. Just kind cool. of how it works. Yeah, Again, I will get super organized with the influencers because once you have, again, that, that it's a lot of moving pieces that go into that. Um, definitely get them like in a group chat, make them feel like they're part of the team. Yeah. Because you're trying, you're trying to build a tribe here, like I said, this is a cult that you're building. So you want you want to make sure everybody is on the same mission, or have the same goal. Okay. And I just sent that to you in our uh, in our group thread. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I, I see what you mean. Okay. So with, um, okay. So making their discount code and stuff and then the, uh, the commission on their sales, like you're, you're obviously going to like go to the brand and like get this stuff from them. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, the brand the brand creates the discount codes. Um, I have access to the store, so I could see what discount codes are being used and how much those discount codes are bringing in. Okay. The only thing, unfortunately, that I that I can't see is how much traffic they're driving into the store. Um, but that's that's because I'm working with both the influencers that they already have and the new influencers that I'm onboarding. So I suggest all new influencers that you onboard, you you're creating UTM tracking codes. For them, so you could see like how much traffic they're actually driving to the store. Okay. All right, we'll get that done. Yeah, and I, I and you know it's it's super easy once you're pushing out the volume of how many people uh, you're reaching out to every day. As far as influencers go, I would say have a goal of like five to ten influencers under management a week. All right. And then that um, – okay, no, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Okay, so five to ten per week. And you said new new influencers per week or just five to ten? No, new influencers. Those are, those are people that are either brand ambassadors or 
under contract to create content for you or, you know, that you're buying promotions through every week. Okay. Yeah, have them signed up. So at least they're under, like, they know the deal, they know the situation, you got the, you got the contract signed, and you at least are at that point, right? And now the next step yeah. was, we're going to set up a campaign, so we don't know whether it's a content campaign, content creation, distribution, but at least you have, like, the legality part, and, like, I want to work with you situation out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you're, and if you think about it, Castro, you're a smart guy. You probably know affiliate marketing. You're creating like an affiliate marketing network here, uh, you know, for your brands that you can bring on. That could be a selling point in the conversation, right, to, to, to new brands. So it, it really solves a lot of problems when you create this kind of network. Yeah, 100%. All right. Yeah. That's good. Um, and you'll and you said you're gonna send the contract right yeah i'll send you a template of our contract okay cool all right we, do we have a messenger chat box or something like that that i could just drop it in uh yeah we have uh yeah we're in the chat well let's see well you want to add some me to that chat yeah I'll just drop the contract in there. You can just have it. <clears throat> yeah, and I will also suggest for all the content that the influencers are creating, save that somewhere because you could reuse that content as many times as you want. And when you're onboarding new influencers, I also send my influencers a deck of, of just our content, like here. Here's the content that I want you to push this week. Here's the content that you could use this week to help out with the promotion. And that's all either user-generated content, content that our other influencers have created, or um, content that, that was made in-house. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably put in like a Google Drive for them. Yeah. Then you go check it out. <laughs> All right. All right, awesome. Yeah. So that just makes the whole Instagram strategy a little bit more clear. Um, so now I think what we'll do is just mainly start, you know, doing the, ma making the air table, doing that thing and getting people, um, you know, from Instagram, obviously that sort of thing and just get them to, um, or get, 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 get them uh, not no to notice us and <clears throat> start thinking about becoming an ambassador or create content, whatever it is. Um, and, for specifically content like you're you're looking mainly at their feed like oh okay like these people obviously know how to like you know uh, or post pictures that sort of thing and and you're looking again as you said like for them to actually be engaging with their audience through the stories right yeah so not only through stories but also through like their posts too like are they responding back to comments yeah like are like the first, like when I'm just like looking for an influencer, man, I wish you guys had some more followers because that's like a huge leverage point. Yeah. Um, 
but it's okay. You just, you got to work that mouthpiece, bro. Yeah. As far as like influencers, when I'm looking for influencers, I first look to see who has a story. So yeah. how many of these people are posting stories? Because I know if they're posting stories, and that means that they're already comfortable on camera, and nine times out of ten, they are interacting with their audience. So if I don't see that the influencer has a story, or the person that I'm looking, I don't even look at anybody that doesn't have a story. Yeah. It, that, that's going to be the first time saver for you right there. And then once I go to their page, I look to see, okay, are they responding back to comments? All right. If not, then, you know, nine times out of ten, they're not really engaging with their audience. And it's going to reflect that because they're probably only going to have, like, like that other person. Like, she, only, she had 49,000 followers, but she only had 1,000 1, likes in a photo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you could, and a time saver, when you're reaching out to the influencers and they agree with you, I will ask them like, hey, do you, do you know anybody with a similar size audience as you that would be interested in working with the brand? Mm-hmm. We, could, we could make you guys a little team and so on and so forth. You get super creative with this, bro, because there is no rules or regulations to this yet. Gotcha. So it's all creativity. Okay, I got you. If you and if you de- develop some new strategies as well, please pass them on to me because I would like to know what you come up with. Yeah, as well. Okay, yeah, hundred percent. Because we were looking at going into YouTube instead of Instagram first, but I'll try Instagram out for this client and then. Will like start working out in the YouTube stuff because what I like about YouTube is that that you know whatever they post is always gonna be there. Um, it's not gonna like die out on a, or get covered by the other Instagram posts or go away and after 24 hours of a story. But, well, that's what IGTV is for. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. That's IGTV. People yeah. watch IGTV. It, it's ridiculous, bro. Have you ever logged onto IGTV? No, I haven't. But the thing with the YouTube was because the on YouTube, the main not like the the idea was to integrate it into a video where like people are already watching the video, and then fifty seconds into the video, they just start talking about the brand. It's just a part of their video. It's not like a whole video dedicated on them where that whole video is just about CBD. It's just like oh, before I start this video, let me tell you about uh you know hard flow CBD. You know, I've had these sleep problems lately, and oh, I just took these gummy bears, and now I feel really good. You know, check their website out. Yeah, that's really dope. Um, a lot of when you when you start crawling uh, Instagram, you're gonna you're gonna find a lot of influencers that have uh, YouTube pages. Um, so you could definitely put you could definitely pitch that too. Like, look, I see you have a YouTube page. You know, do you, can you create some content for us for YouTube? There's also um, another another like youtube thing it's it's called like WeTube. um i haven't really seen anybody promoting cbd through there yet so that's also hopefully you might run across some influencers that are using WeTube as well but i, I like that strategy i definitely like the youtube strategy i say do both yeah yeah we're gonna try out both in the beginning here Yeah, Ariane, 
thanks so much for the insight. Yeah, I mean, I'll let you guys know if we find out anything new for Instagram, that sort of thing. For sure. Um, I just, I just want to drop some, some content to help you out. I follow a, a uh, blog called Media Kit. Have you heard of them? What is it called? Oh, no. Oh, Media Kit? Mm, no. Okay. I'll drop that into our chat. Um, this the blog is basically it, it gives a lot of good insight on how other brands are using influencers, how they're how they're uh, running, you know, Instagram campaigns, so on and so forth. It shows a really a lot of really good insight, and I've actually developed a lot of my strategy from reading these articles. One of the things that our team preaches definitely sharpening your tools, bro. So any anything related to to marketing, Instagram marketing, you know, uh, anything like that, I definitely suggest you scrape the web and try to find as much content on that as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna drop that in our chat now. And, and this one that I actually sent you, this is showing how, uh, how four brands are using brand ambassador programs in order to promote their products. So American Express, Lululemon, Red Bull, and Maybelline. So that's okay. a good one to start with. Okay, yeah. Well, it's literally using the animals. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah, awesome. Yeah, cool, man. If you have any other questions, bro, um, I'm online 24-7 through Messenger, so just hit us up. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 do that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Costa, if you have any questions, man, just hit, hit us up in the group. Anything you need, let us know. Hundred yeah, um, percent. We don't have um, everything recorded, but you got access to us twenty four seven, man. So just hit us up when you need us. All right, hell yeah, hundred percent. I'll get that contract to you, man. I'll drop that in the group. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. And if you need any help, like if you have any questions on the Airtable and auto-close situation, uh, just let me know. I, I use Zapier to connect both situations together. Okay, yeah. I'll get that integration set up right now. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that should be it. Thanks, guys, for the, you know, insight. And, you know, I'll get that all started today. Um, uh, okay. Sounds good, man. Well, thank you for your time, man. Yeah, man, totally. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I'll let you know if I have any questions, all right? All right. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome, guys. Thank okay, you. Kasser. All right, talk Later, bro. Right, later, guys. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you found this episode helpful, and if we can help you or your business in any way, we encourage you to book a free strategy call with our agency, Hemp Brand Builder, so we can actually break down your business and see how you can take advantage or how you're taking advantage of audience building today. If you are looking to join a great community of canopreneurs like yourself, don't forget to check out our Facebook group. The links are in the description. Until next time, guys, keep building and growing and keep spreading that good medicine.